How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. Mm, I like that energy. All right. <laughs> uh, in this episode, we will be talking about finding your voice. We'll be talking about how life experiences cause your voice to shine through and be heard. We'll touch on self-esteem and its role in turning up your personal volume. And we'll be building on past ideas of hope and love. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, A little bit of context for this one. As you all probably have heard from our previous podcast, or if this is the first one, uh, I'm glad you joined on this one because we're doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm nervous as hell. I got like butterflies in my stomach because usually Vincent takes the lead on these things. He's the one asking me the questions and I'm the one, you know, providing my thoughts wherever I can. Uh, But this one, this one, I'm taking the reins and uh, leading the conversation a little bit. Like, I just want to add on to that. It's like, uh, when we were brainstorming this, I couldn't find the right stuff to say or like think about. But Francis, like, had the ideas down, like he had it in his <laughs> mind. And I was like, you need to take the reins on this. Cause like you, it sounds like this is the kind of stuff that I don't know, sounds like really passionate or something about. Yeah. But, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll try to put my, uh, I'll try to put my like own little flair on it. Yeah. My uh, ideas, I guess. I, I, uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Okay, first question, yes. Vincent. Okay. How do you define what a voice is, a person's voice? So, I mean, obviously, literally, it's like the voice that you're listening, that people are listening to right now. But, you know, when, when it comes to stuff like speaking out, like what you said in the introduction, I definitely think your voice can, um, it's basically you. Whatever you say out to people, or like your ideas, your opinions, is your voice. So that's that's what I come to, you know, um, embrace when I thought of that word, uh, you know, speak, speak your mind, that kind of that kind of idea. So when the question is, what do you think is the voice or whatever? Uh, it's like your own little mind, your own opinions, your thoughts. And yeah, I love that. Yeah, people people have their own thoughts and uh, and you must speak them when you have the chance. Yes. Um, and what that reminds me of. <laughs> is uh, my mom's own story. Uh, I was talking to her the other day about, um, you know, what I was learning in the classroom about actually uh, injustices in the engineering profession and how there's an inequality between you know, gender, race, and uh, our teacher brought in her, her, her friend and she gave us her story. And it was crazy, absolutely mm. insane. But I'm not going to say that story. I'm going to say the one that was brought up by my mom when I was talking to her about this. And she, she, she works as a carrier. Um, and there's this, there's this uh, elderly individual who shat on the floor <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'm talking like there wasn't a centimeter that wasn't like, Oh, I mean, I mean that's not, it's not that bad. I'm just <laughs> like, it, it was pretty bad. And my mom, my mom goes in there. She looks at it and she's like, okay, this isn't my job. You know, I'm a care aide. Like I help out the, the seniors in their, in their day to day, like walking around, but this isn't my job. This is like, you know, but she's like done the, it before. Uh, hasn't she? She has. 
Yeah. No, but but I'll get it. I'll get into that. Like oh, she's oh, like, this right. isn't my job. Uh, I'm gonna go to the person who's supposed to be doing this. I guess their janitorial services or, uh, um, you know, facility services. Uh, they say no. I'm not gonna do that. My mom's pissed off, but she she has a responsibility to these people, so she cleans it up. Um, late, a little later on, there's a there's a little streak on the floor, <laughs> a little brown streak that she sees, and she's like, okay, surely, now, that person will clean it up. She grabs them, he they look at it, um, and then they say no, and my mom is very pissed off. So she she goes. And she doesn't do it, goes and does another thing. And then the person who she asked to do it comes back with her ma- or their, their manager. Um, and then their manager is berating my mother, uh, hands on her hips. And my mom gets super pissed off. She says, this is the protocol. Your mm-hmm. employee has to do this. This isn't my job. Um, but the manager's just just fuming and uh, telling my mom what's what. And she goes back with the employee, goes to the higher-up manager. They all come back, and the higher-up manager tells my mom to do it. My mom disagrees. She says, this isn't the protocol. I'm telling you right now, this isn't what is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody, yeah. everybody's, everybody's tense. And then they say, okay, we'll check it out. They leave. They come back. They go to the nurse, higher Damn. than like higher than the janitor, higher than my mom. The nurse tell the nurse to clean it up, and because the nurse is just wants all this to be over, she just she goes like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. She cleans it up. My mom is fuming. Mm-hmm. My mom is absolutely fuming, and she goes and then she goes to the to the manager, and tells her that this this is injustice, straight up. The nurse is a professional. We're all professionals. Check the handbook. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. And and, and and come to think of it, you know, the nurse has gone through years of school and and that that is like the hardest program to 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 go through in some in some sense. And and why? Why do you treat her like this? Just because somebody just because somebody has has a has a voice that's higher than yours and you just want peace to happen? This isn't this is injustice straight up. The manager says, "Yes, you're correct." On behalf of that person, on behalf of me, please accept our apology. My mom says, "Yeah, okay, but I will never forget this." Good. And that 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 is a story. And that's why I'm proud to have my <laughs> mother as <laughs> as my mother. No, I <laughs> Another I th- love that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, all I want to say is like I love that because you know, so many people in those situations wouldn't have the courage to speak up on that. But, you know, like that's part of finding your voice. But um, that's definitely like a great example of like utilizing your voice, like saying what you really believe is true. And you have to have that sometimes or else, or, or else change isn't going to occur for the yeah, better of society. Exactly. And on another note, I guess it's it's more of just like how my mom is in general. She was telling me about how in the the dentist if she gets hurt she will punch out whoever's whoever's <laughs> got their instruments <laughs> in her mouth <laughs> and uh yeah that's, that's <laughs> yes so th- there's your voice and i guess we're just gonna i guess go a little bit more into what we think uh 
your voice is. And what I'm going to bring up now is uh, uh, a video that I saw recently about like two weeks ago of Dave Chappelle giving his two cents mm. on everything that's gone on in BLM. Uh, that movement has sparked so many things and what his what his statement was really spoke to me which was that you do these things to people what do you expect is going to happen mm-hmm. and I, I love that because it just shows how you know somebody's voice can really come about and what we have here is that it, it really has to do with kind of self-acceptance and you're probably like what what uh, okay, here's here's the reasoning because self-acceptance is like understanding labeling your suffering Right saying that okay, this is the reason it is on a base level and then doing something to address the source of it Like that's that's part of what self-acceptance is to us like that's how we kind of defined it and then what I added to that was that if this is you this is your suffering and You're trying to address the source only your voice can do that only your voice has the power to really bring about change. Okay, that's good. <laughs> you agree? Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like like what you said. And for those who haven't listened to our self-acceptance episode, I, I honestly, I strongly suggest you listen to that episode before going into this. Um, and if not, I think if you end up just listening to this, like right after you listen to this, go listen to our self-acceptance episode. And the reason why I found so much, I found it difficult to talk about this particular episode is because I found so many things similar with self-acceptance, but it really took, Francis, like we ended up, we spent like maybe three hours brainstorming this and that's totally not normal. Usually when we brainstorm, it's half that. Um, it's two hours tops, but never around three hours. But like we, you really drove this home when we kind of defined the difference between self-acceptance and um you know finding your voice and self-esteem mm. and yeah yes um a, a good thing to note from that episode which is what nestor was talking about he was our you know guest on there uh good friend i saw him today we had a good oh, conversation about uh, uh, yeah the project that we were doing for our kind of club uh oh, nice. design team yeah so uh one thing that he brought up which is so powerful and that we kind of come back to like every now and then was that uh your uniqueness is your value to the world and um, I think the whole reason we're having this uh, discussion about finding your voice is that if you don't have your voice to say or to express your uniqueness then you're robbing the world of it yes and no matter how small it is um, I'm, I'm gonna bring this a little uh, bring this how small it is however small it is your voices uh, idea a little bit idea like I'll, i'm gonna bring it up a little bit later on holy crap i'm seeing a lot of words um <laughs> no matter how small it is like it's important and it's unique and that's why you need to say what you need to say yeah i i'm just trying to remember like what exactly nestor said and it was a quote from marilyn Mar monroe i believe he said if you robbed yourself you're from the your uniqueness oh yeah, it, was it was something like that anyways um but yeah no i definitely agree like I'm so happy that he brought it up in that episode because it just it works so beautifully. And the fact that we can bring it up in so many other episodes just speaks volumes and how powerful that thing is. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I I agree. Like this this episode is definitely going to speak on that because on that self-acceptance episode, it was definitely about that specific thing, too. But in this kind of in this kind of topic, it's more about 
um, why, like, it goes into the deeper question why you should not, like, why you should accept your uniqueness and how you can project that into the world. And this episode will definitely be evolving on some of those ideas, which I'm excited for. Um, what are the things we have here? Sometimes, okay, we wrote this down. Sometimes the act of finding your voice will come from your environment and life. And it not only should happen, but will happen. I like that because it's, it's, it's also, ha- it also has like a hopeful kind of uh, note to it because, you know, if you don't have your voice now, something will happen that will make your voice come about. That is something to look forward to. And also last, last thing about, you know, defining this idea of what your voice is. Um, so far we've been talking about how it will come about from <laughs> like oppression <laughs> and, uh, bad, bad things in your life negative things that you want to come out of but kind of a plug to our previous episodes as well on the definition of beauty and our kind of definition of it which was you know the story behind things and finding beauty through the story that those things you find beautiful tell you that was a lot of words as well um you can find your voice through beauty as well and do you want (laughs) to do you want to say anything about that well I don't like I don't necessarily I don't exactly remember what we were talking about there but I quickly just want to bring up um what you said your the environment and like no matter how small your voice is like it's still important and like one example that we can definitely speak on is this podcast itself you know Francis and I wanted to start this podcast because of we just had like some ideas we like talking about this stuff and that's just a perfect example of, you know, your voice. Like there was no, no one pressured us. No one said that um, there was, it was, a, an, it was not a negative environment that got us to do this. It was like a beautiful kind of environment. And I think that's what we were trying to get to when I, like when we brought up this beauty yeah. episode. I think that's exactly what it was. And um, there was no, it wasn't a negative environment. And a lot of people, most people in their lives, they won't, they'll find their voice um through ne- through positive most of the time it's through positive but some people will find it through negative but I, this example here what i'm trying to say is the podcast it was a kind of like a beautiful uh finding of voice like what brought us to this podcast is just our own voice and we just wanted the world to hear what we had to say really and um on that note <laughs> i don't know how to do this bit so <laughs> what do you on mean? that note Let's let the sponsors say what they have to say. Oh, did, did I, get I that agree. right? I feel like let's I do it. Okay, excellent, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a little bit. All right, and we're back from the break. Uh, going into Act Two here, I wanted to bring up the concept of self-esteem and how it ties into finding your voice because I think people can agree that it does. Mm. And Vinny, do you want to have like, do, do you think how big of an effect does self-esteem have on somebody really finding their voice in whatever they, Ooh. in like their career, in their, right. in, their, in their education, life? Yeah, in general? dude, it's tough. Like self-esteem is such a difficult thing because a lot of people's self-esteem is never at the same level. Like your self-esteem is never going to be the same as mine. And it's weird because every single day your self-esteem is going to change. So from one day to another... You, you might feel like a totally different person. Um, 
like even like a big thing or a little thing, but you'll never be the same person again. So that's why like self-esteem is kind of like, in my opinion, it's kind of difficult because um, one day you might feel like this and another day you might like think like this and talk to yourself this way or whatever. Um, but yeah. Ooh, I like that. No, you, I, I like that you mentioned that. That's kind of <laughs> uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. It definitely depends on your, on everything really. But it clicks in, in the sense that in the beginning of the day, it's just there. But um, yeah, self-esteem. When you're feeling a certain way and you're getting some, like you're, somebody's walking up towards you, about to talk to you, and they say something that's not on your level, as you, as you mentioned before, then it won't, kind of, it won't kind of mesh, it won't kind of sink in. So if you're having like an okay day, and somebody's coming at you with like, I guess an interesting, an interesting example would be coming at you with mad compliments. <laughs> like, like, oh okay. my God, you are looking like a snack today. You are, <laughs> you are, oh, okay. and you're like, okay, okay, get out of my face right the hell now. <laughs> like, like I, I'm pretty sure that happens at times. So I don't, do you, do you agree with that? Um, I don't know if I agree with like it doesn't matter what you say but how it relates to the other person I just don't know how I disagree I just feel like a part of me just disagrees with that and I don't know exactly I guess maybe like talk about it a little bit more or move on to, I don't know but I, I for some reason I just don't 100% agree with that that's all okay maybe we'll bring it up because that's an interesting point but I won't stress the little things here let's move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah we talked about that like like I had a little critique of myself saying that I uh, I say too many words for things that don't really matter. <laughs> and if you go to the earlier part, in the, like I'm doing it right now, I'm just going to move on. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> okay, the facts, the next fact, the next fact. You don't feel as connected to your surroundings, i.e. you ain't present. <laughs> um, I don't remember talking about that. Yeah, I think, I think when you don't have that much self-esteem, uh, at the moment obviously it fluctuates as life goes on but but in the moment if you don't have that much self-esteem you won't be in the moment you won't be present because you're going to be thinking about other things that you're kind of attached to uh and it's not conducive to a good mental state for learning what's right in front of you or interacting with right what's right in front of you in the present okay wait um let me ask you this then what just so that people can better understand what we mean by self-esteem like what exactly is your definition of self-esteem i guess it's your ability to rely on yourself for your own emotional well-being i think that's what it comes down to um you know i kind of yeah i i agree with that i think self-esteem the reason why again like why i found difficulty is because self-esteem and self-acceptance sounded so similar to me uh the difference I mean, I guess we can talk about the difference right now a little bit. Uh, the difference that I found was self self acceptance. You know, we said this before: is the handshake with the past, and you know, accepting your past and accepting your abilities, uh, and you know, trusting yourself. And self esteem is kind of that that voice. You know, that that kind of yourself. It's like an individual in in person just like in sorry i can't i can't think of the word but like it's you it's just you you know interacting or you know the interactions you have in your mind when you have high self-esteem you're able to 
you know, have a clearer, you know, better discussions with yourself. When you have a low self-esteem, your conversations with yourself would be kind of negative, kind of pushing yourself down. So I think that is, I feel like that kind of defines it for, for most people. It kind of, that's like the main difference in how I defined it for myself. So if anyone's still confused, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Search it up, I guess. But yeah, that's a definition we're kind of rolling with. I like that. I don't know. Do you agree with so, that definition? I think so. Yeah, I do now. And um, yeah, part of this whole podcast and why I really wanted to talk about it was that it's a struggle sometimes to to develop that in yourself, especially if uh, you've grown up in an environment where it was hard to find it. Not because... right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because, yeah, probably because of your environment, things have been happening and, uh, you, you know, your current situation, like school, you know, I complain about school all the time and like, I'm, I'm pretty down about it most of the time. N- right now, it's okay. But like, yeah, most of the time I'm complaining about it. But um, if you're in an environment where it's hard for you to find it, then changing your mind about how you talk to yourself about it is really, really important. So I think that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, or like, or, or that, like, that's what we're talking I don't know. About. Uh, another thing I want to bring up is um, like to feed off what you said, let's say like your environment, or I guess your parents or, you know, a best friend or whatever was telling you that you can't do this thing. You know, you're not, you're not cut out for it. Let's, for example, let's say maybe creating a podcast. I'm sure, I don't know if like you've experienced this, but I've experienced this as like a, as a kid, maybe like creating videos or whatever. There's people like saying like, hey, like you're not going to make it anywhere with this thing or like what's the point of doing this? Self-acceptance is kind of that, um, you know, you trust your abilities. Like in, in the previous, I'll be like, OK, I, I know I, I, I can do this. Like I, I am good at editing and all that stuff. Self-esteem is that voice in your head is like just, you know, ignore the haters, you know, keep doing what you got to do because like eventually you get there. It's kind of like the defining thing where self-acceptance is telling you that you have the ability and then self-esteem is you have the ability, but you just have to keep on going, mm. I guess. Right. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of getting into this a little bit later, but I, I love that we're doing this now. I think, I think, yes. Uh, in the book that I read that kind of sparked this whole discussion internally uh, about self-esteem and, and how your voice matters so much in that sense is that is, is in the book, they were saying that imagine yourself in the situation of being a kid and you got bad grades and your parents aren't in the best state of mind so what they're doing is they're just berating you uh not really you know caring about your feelings and just saying the worst things making you feel like garbage and you know this happens to some people and it's like a you know it's a real thing and okay what what is this book called i should i should really remember <laughs> Uh, it's called Emotional First Aid. So if you want to read it, it's a really great book by uh, Guy Winch, PhD. So, so you're in this situation and you feel like garbage and you vow to yourself that you would never, ever talk to your own children like this ever because of how it made you feel. But the reality is for someone with low self-esteem, that's exactly how they make themselves feel every day when something like this is happening and i was like holy shit yeah that's 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 true (laughs) and and the crazy thing about it is when people are in that in that mental state and 
they kind of feel that way uh, on a regular basis. And that's kind of just the way they're wired at that point. When they get the idea to shift into saying to themselves and comforting themselves the way you, the way you would comfort somebody who you loved um, and, s- and comfort yourself that way, it just doesn't make sense to them. It's like, wh- what? Okay. Right. And, and I don't understand why that's true, but I feel like I've felt that like definitely when I've, when I've been down uh, over school or, you know, whatever uh, I I've been in that headspace where I'm thinking like, okay, this is deserved and whatever's coming to you now is all that you're going to get. So then you better protect it no matter how bad it's being to you. And, you know, that was one of the stories in the book too. Like this guy was just being totally abused by his friends he had, he had like a he had a good job like uh, his life was together but his friends were just assholes and and the way he thought about it in his low sel- self-esteem state was that beggars can't be choosers and what that means is that you know I'm I'm in my emotional state of self-esteem I am essentially a beggar lowest of the low and I can't really lose these guys because they're all I have and so I got to take whatever's coming to me. And that's like, and that's terrible. And so this whole thing, this whole uh, podcast in this episode was about me saying that what's imperative is that you make that shift. Find your voice, find that positive voice, find that loving voice that you would use to comfort your loved ones and use it on yourself. Beautiful. And, but like, you know, there's so many there's so many questions that come up with that. Uh, I guess what I'm asking you is from personal experience, what was that? What was the first step or like these steps, uh, like major steps that you took so that you could have a higher self-esteem? I think it, uh, it comes down to like when you feel that way, imagine yourself like you're a loved one and just saying that, hey, man, you can do it. How do you feel right now? Right. Kind of, kind of oh. get to know yourself and, and, and no matter how bad it feels, no matter how much you want to stop having that conversation with yourself, keep going because it will pay off. Mm, okay. Yeah. In the book, there's like something really specific on how to do it. I guess, I guess let's, let's get into that. If, if you are down. Oh, uh, well actually, um, not, I kind of like, I don't want to, speak too much about it because i'm sure well i mean once i bring it up i'm sure we'll probably go into it but you know the steps that you and i talked about and it's kind of like this ongoing little bubble theory that we're working on is self-acceptance and then hope having that hope and with that self-esteem you know you kind of have to take those steps um to get to the to to build your self-esteem so yeah, I'd I'd say self-acceptance, then hope, then you can build your self-esteem. The thing is, I think that uh, this whole like way of talking to yourself comes first, which is why you I think kinda, so. Like I, yeah, I like I, I kind of disagree because okay, because uh, self-acceptance when you're that low, I guess it's it's hard because you don't even know what your situation is at that point. You can't really put your finger on it because you can't. You can't see yourself in any situation where you have an identity. Okay. It's it's getting really into the weeds and into like the the deep dark of it all, but um 
yeah, I think that's essentially it. And what I'm saying and what I want to come back to later is that, you know, changing your voice uh, towards yourself is like a really good first step. So anyways, let's get let's get away from that a little bit. I like that you brought up hope, uh, which is really awesome. <laughs> And what we yeah. have here is like talking points on it. I think that's what you're trying to get to. Well, no, I, I wasn't talking. really trying to get to, but like when I asked <laughs> that question, I was like, hmm, let me think about this for a sec. And I was like, oh, we talked about something like this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, so hope. So there's two different ways of living in the present. Hope. Hope is external. It's like saying that, you know, because because I'm in this situation now, I can do what I need to do now so that my situation in the future, my environment will be better. Mm -hmm. But then what we define self-esteem as, which is the other way of living in the present, is an internal thing. Yeah, it's saying, it's like talking to yourself and saying that you're okay, you're gonna do it. Hope is external, like your environment will be better. Self-esteem is saying that you're gonna do it, you're you're going to be better. And uh, there's the rat in the bucket story. (laughs) <laughs> do you want to bring it up because i think you brought it up the first time yeah the sure so the rat just a quick rundown there's a guy with a rat in a bucket full of water there's he dropped the rat in the bucket of water started swimming tried getting out but it died because it just it just drowned within minutes then he took another rat and dropped it into another bucket of water and that rat was about to die again he pulled it out the rat got to rest a little bit threw it back into the water and then that rat swam for days because it had that hope that hope that it will live uh, in a better situation that it was already living in at that present time. So that is hope because he was working on surviving right now. Self-esteem is kind of the same thing where uh, in his mind, in the rat's mind, I guess, he's like, okay, um, I know I, I can get out of this. Like, I just have to keep doing this. Um, I'm better than what, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to get into the mind of a rat, you know? But like, what do you have to say for that? Like, what do you think the rat's telling himself? Yeah, I don't know. I think the rat is just saying, okay, man, you know that it's it's true. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be all right. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what he's going through his head. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably it. Yeah, but okay. So then there's that story. And then there's the other story, uh, the island story, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's a really, it's, it's a much better, I think, um, yeah, example definitely. of this. So, ex- so the island story was that there was a guy stuck on an island because a plane crash occurred and he was the last one alive. And, you know, he was there and he didn't know what to do but to create as many SOS signals as he could because he believed that externally his environment would allow somebody to come and fetch him uh, if he would if you know if he did this SOS thing enough times so that's hope external right but internally I think to to allow himself to do this over and over again without stopping he said you will be okay man you'll be okay they will fetch you um, but but mostly you will be okay you can yeah. do it. Don't stop. Yeah. Like you are That's strong. Like you're stronger yes. than this. Exactly. But <laughs> I love that. I I love bringing <laughs> the ending to the story cuz it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of asked how it ended, but he ended up dying in the story, but uh yeah. people did find him. He was just dead. So <laughs> but you know, <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know, it's just a story 
I don't know, like on on the surface level, the story was about hope, but um, but on a deeper note, it was like have hope till the day you die, basically. Yeah, I like that. I imagine that's just you know it's a fact of life. There's statistics that sometimes people don't make it, so uh, you you kind of just gotta ignore that, like he did, and have some self-esteem yeah, exactly. and say, you know, you're strong, you got this. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. All right. So then, yeah, so then the next point that we had was, uh, you know, what we talked about before, having the right conversation with yourself is the first step to getting some self-esteem. Have that right conversation with yourself, everybody. Uh, You can do it. Is there any time that you really, really needed some self-esteem and by the end of it, you got it because you just really, really needed it? That's a weird question because it's kind of like off the rails, but no it's it's a good question i'm trying to think of i guess like i i don't know i i don't like how my brain always just ends up going here but it just does um i get one great example I, it, it's a good example because everyone goes through something like this going up to someone and just simply talking to them um you know you could we talked about in the attachment theory that we came up with not a, i guess not a theory but the attachment episode uh you kind of have to like detach yourself from all like the negative thoughts so in a way that's kind of like you know uh building your self-esteem would you agree with that or Ooh, uh, i don't even know if that answers your question to be that's honest that's a really interesting question we'll come back to it we'll come back to it um but okay yeah i want to talk about that a little bit that's interesting okay so how how detachment relates to self-esteem and having that correct conversation with yourself maybe when when you think about having the right conversation about yourself. It's more about just having a loving conversation with yourself. And to love sometimes is to just detach from things that aren't necessary. Love is like subliminal sometimes. It's just, it's just what it is, you know? And you just know it's, you you just know it's love. You just know it's like, it's good. Um, and so in this in this moment of detachment from other things that kind of uh, kind of make you forget about love and detaching from those things, you learn to love yourself and you remember to love yourself. And that means that you have some self-esteem mm. and you found it. Yeah. Is that how you feel when you are about to talk to? Yeah, <laughs> I guess like in a way, I definitely agree with that hundred percent actually um you know i've always like said it it's something else but you know on a deeper note like looking into a little bit more that's definitely like part of it at least at least part of it if not all of it all right next (laughs) next topic oh man my transitions are ass (laughs) uh okay uh let's see once you have your voice is there a right thing to say oh that's interesting once you oh, have your voice, is there a right thing to say? Yeah, because this is and this is like another shout out to your friend, right? This is the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, into that. we'll get into that. Oh, well, uh, I feel like we're getting into it right now, because I feel like this is this is part of it, isn't it? This is this thing. Yeah. Itself. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, well, one thing I want to like once you have your voice, is there a right thing to say? I think this whole topic is is uh is preceded by that whole idea of love. I think, you know, I, I, I went back to that episode and I just saw how like in deep I was, I was like in the shitter. Like, I was absolutely destroyed. I don't know. 
uh, if you guys want to go back to that and listen to it, but it was excruciating for me. And um, I think that it, it having this conversation about finding your voice and giving yourself some love through your conversation with yourself is, uh, is a big part of this whole, whole question of, is there a right thing to say once you have your voice? And I kind of, I kind of, you know, shifted my, shifted my attention when I was writing the uh, planning, when I was planning this out to, from yeah, from no to yes. I think there is a right thing to say. And I'll talk Ooh. about that a little bit more. But first, let's go Ooh. into why it's no. Why is it no? Once you have your voice, is there a right thing to say? Why would it be no? And I want you to talk about your opinions on... So, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting because I firmly believe, firmly, I, uh, that I don't think there's anything particularly that's right or wrong to say. Now, you can go okay. on and saying like someone, you know, someone that's racist says something like, like this. So, obviously, uh, everyone says that's wrong. And I mean, I'm going to agree with you that, again, that it is wrong, but... For them, for you to say to them that, you know, what you have to say is invalid, that's kind of like the equivalent in my brain where um, they don't have a voice. Like you're bla- you're censoring what they have to say. Yeah. Now, if you, now what I'm, if like, if you're one of those people that says your voice is invalid, like that opinion is v- invalid, then you have to say that about a lot of other things too. And a lot of other things that um, you might have believed in the past. So what I'm trying to get at is I don't think there's anything that you can say anything that is invalid or there's no such thing as right and wrong when you have something to say because your voice, like we said, is your kind of, you know, it's you, it's your mind. So when we give that kind of power to right and wrong, then people will end up listening to that power and losing their voice. So um, I, th- I think it's dangerous and I think it's very dangerous to have that kind of mentality because uh, it kind of feeds into dogma too, um, to say that this is the right thing to say and this is the wrong thing to say. And if you say it this way, then you're invalid. Like what you have to say is invalid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I that's agree. my take. I, like, yeah, in that sense, I do agree because there's there's a war that breaks out between people, a war of ideologies, I guess, you know, you can... You could bring up, you could bring up this conversation in any sort of, you know, political, uh, you know, movement, movements out there, and it's it's, it's true, right? It's true that if you take somebody's voice and belittle it, that there's not going to be the truth to even figure out because there's nothing that's out there, and that's dangerous, right? You don't want that to happen, obviously, in, in a society. You want everybody's voice to be heard. Freedom of speech is huge, mm-hmm. hugely um, important, I guess, because because you want everything, in a sense, to be known so that you can decide yourself what you should believe. And obviously, that will evolve as you know more and more. But but knowing more only comes with people's voices being heard. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes love that yeah so so how do you like so then uh-huh. you change you change <laughs> from no to yes i'm curious why you think there is 
um, a right thing to say once you have your voice. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, then okay. Yeah. This is your shout out to my friend. You know, you are you helped us out with this little section, or, or at least you changed my mind. Um, you know, what they said was that no matter how small your voice, you do have some influence and you have some pull on how people feel and what people are thinking and and that love thing that i was talking about before right it's it's about the sublime and there's just uh there's just a way about it that you know is good and that will bring positive value to somebody's life and that uh, i was thinking about this before when you're talking to yourself when you have self-esteem and you're talking to yourself in a good way and you're talking to a loved one in a good way and maybe somebody who's in a really really deeply terrible spot and you talk to them in a loving way one with understanding and and with hope with their with their thoughts and feelings in mind what you're essentially doing is saving a life right and i feel like when you talk to yourself in that way you're saving your own life and that led me to believe and what i truly do believe is that your voice does have the power to save lives and that if you're not thinking like like that, if you're not thinking that you have uh, you have a responsibility with your voice to say what is of the highest quality at any given moment, then I don't know. Maybe it's not it's not good. <laughs> that should be your goal. That should be your goal at least. Okay. Like, so um, to be to be honest. I I agree with that. Okay, I 100% agree with that actually. But I I wouldn't chalk it off. I don't know if chalk it off is the right term for this, but I wouldn't say that in that case is a matter of right and wrong. I think it would be good and bad. And now that oh, sounds kind of confusing, but it it's two different kinds of thoughts, but it's right and wrong. If it's right and wrong, then you can say that what you're saying if it's right, then good job, like way to be. Like you said the yeah, right yeah. thing. If it's wrong, then you know you're he did something wrong and it's invalid. But when it's good and bad, then you can go on and like say that what you said was you know it's pretty bad. Like that was bad that you said that. But you know it's still your voice, so well like it doesn't make it wrong that you said what you said. It was just bad that you said it. Uh, and you know, you can bring this to a whole other thing like with racism again or you know uh, pronouns and all that stuff. Uh, but when you say something that's good, then like what you said, it's the up, it's the highest standard. Like it's, you said something that's to the highest standard at that time. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's right and wrong. I would say that it's good and bad. So yeah. yeah. What do you think? I think that's, that's, that's so true because, um, okay. With, with, with the idea of right and wrong and the, uh, and the words that you say, trying to be as right as you can be even though to some people that would be the wrong thing that in itself i think is is good because mm -hmm. what you're essentially doing is you're telling is you're is you're telling people that there there is value to having what you think is true out there so that gives life to people that gives people people that gives a reason for people to live because it's fighting for for other people to have an opportunity sometimes yeah. and that's it's fighting for other people to really be able to live their fullest lives Dude, and you know, know that it's so like it's ironic 
because our podcast, the things that we say in our podcast, like it could be, it could very well be very wrong. Like what we say, like the stuff that yeah, we, we say the could be right. Talking about, could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but is the stuff that we do say are actually helpful. Like they're actually good stuff. So that's kind of like what I'm like, I guess what we're both agreeing on is it's not about right and wrong. There's nothing about, it's not about right and wrong. The things you have to say it's whether what you said was good and bad, you know, like again, racism. Uh, if you say that, you know, whites are better than colors, then um, it's bad. Like that was bad that you just said that, you know, but you know, their voice, what they had to say was, you know, it's, it's uh, what do you call that? Uh, good for them. Like, cause that's what they firmly believe in. That's what they believe in. Although it was, it was right bad, for them. It was right for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was right for them. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. was right for them, but yeah. it wasn't good for them. But it was yeah. right for them. So I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's about right and wrong. It's about good and bad. That was a very... Wow. Good, good ass point, Vincent. That was a good ass But like, point. Do, you agree, do you agree? Like, do you disagree? Yeah, I do agree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I do okay, agree. Get around the Freedom page. of speech, man. It's like... <laughs> yeah, of course. Imperative. Of course. But also what is imperative is to have life... Uh, Prioritize. I'm not gonna. Uh, yes. Yeah. Whoa, 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 love, whoa, whoa. <laughs> love, <laughs> love. In what you do, whatever it is, if it's right or wrong, whatever, who cares? But love in everything you do, especially your voice, and especially to yourself. Mm. That said, let's ah. take a break and let the sponsors say what they have to I say. I love that. What do you think, I agree. Bro? What do you think? All right, <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back. And so, again, now we're moving on to, like, you know, the little, the act three part of our podcast of the episodes where we kind of invite you guys to think with us, um, you know, even after the episode ends. Hopefully these questions are still in your mind because that's what we're kind of trying to, we're trying to do here, create more conversations because we don't want a whole community agreeing with us. We want, like, um, you know, different kind of minds saying what they have to say. So oh, I, I guess that, I love the that, first yeah. thing, yeah, <laughs> the first thing is, Francis, should you say what you believe 100% of the time? I don't think so. Okay. Because communication is a thing. And if you're a terrible communicator, like you, you, you might have the right intentions and you might have like a, an inkling of the correct idea, but the way you say it, maybe some people just want to punch you for saying it. Like that's just the, that's just the way it is. Uh, I've experienced that in my life. Definitely. I was that person. I I have noticed, I have seen, I have observed that person. I don't know. Like, I don't know what that feeling is. Like, is that good? Is that bad? They're saying what they want to say. Like, should they, should, should you be happy for them? I, these are weird questions. But what do you think? What do you think? Before you answer this question yourself, are those feelings good? Like, I, uh. Like, what, what exactly do you mean? The cringe. <laughs> what? Sorry, the cringe. I kind of, <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I'm kind of confused. Like, wait, I don't okay. understand the frame of the question. Yeah, uh, imagine a Michael Scott then. Just imagine a Michael okay. Scott. Uh, he's in your class and he's just... Uh, you, you, uh, you're like, uh, dude, <laughs> don't, don't. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good feeling? What? What? We, I thought you cut out there. Sh- is that a good feeling? Should we be, should we be embracing that? Um, um, essentially, hmm. my answer to this question is that 
you shouldn't say what you believe 100% of the time to avoid that because there's something off about how people feel in that situation. But I don't know. Uh, is that a good feeling? Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a feeling that, you know, everyone has to experience, I guess. Is that is that kind of what you're asking? Cause like that way you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you meant. Like I was thinking about Michael Scott's like, yeah, he says some shit that he probably shouldn't have said. Um, but yeah, you definitely, I don't know. You got to push the limits sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it, it, sometimes it leads to the best, the best shit. Cause it's just so on the edge, but sometimes it's just why. Yeah. But, But okay. Yeah. Now I believe like, okay, here's my answer. This is my real answer. If the person who's saying what they believe a hundred percent of the time has all the chips, they have the power, quote unquote. Imagine a dictator and you can't really argue with it. That's when it should not happen. But if there's uh, if there's channels for discourse, like what we're having here and how, you know, we encourage people to have their own opinions about what we're talking about, then I feel like, of course, like say what you believe 100 percent of the time. And then, you know, eventually society will even you out a little bit. um i guess like my answer i'm see i read this question wrong i thought the question meant like um should you like have a voice on something that you always believe in uh is that i feel like i don't know if that's different from the question but my answer um should you say what you believe 100 percent of the time i think yes um, it's not like a duty. I don't think it's a duty to say that, to say like what you believe 100% of the time. But I think that if it's in question, like what you have, like what your thought is in question, then I think that you should just straight up say like your voice, like str- say what you actually believe in and don't, don't hold yourself back. Like don't compromise your thoughts to please someone else. You know, if someone asks you, um, like, what do you think of this issue? Do you think that he should have gone to jail? you know, or something like that, then, you know, don't compromise yourself to say, to lighten the mood or, you know, obviously it depends on the friendship, but in most cases, I'd say just say what you truly believe in because, you know, you won't be compromising yourself. You know, it's really you saying what you have to say. That is beautiful. Okay. That is beautiful. But the thing (laughs) is, I think um, from the, the experiences that I've had and from, uh, you know, when I was talking about way in the beginning about my professor bringing in her friend and uh, her talking about like her experiences, I I think that it'd be hard for a lot of people to do that, especially in the, this climate of inequality. Um, to that, what do you say? Like, I think I think there's value. There's a there's value in holding your voice back until you need to say something. Of course. Yeah. You formulate it and you let it have some juice <laughs> and then and then once you really have had enough and there's there's emotional backing I guess then then say it and let it be heard I kind of I kind of agree with that I wouldn't say I think the one thing I would disagree is like don't hold yourself back because of the backing I think if you truly believe that this is the question I I thought you had in mind, like thought that you wrote down. But if you truly, truly believe this thing, then definitely speak up on it. Um, Like if you truly believe that it's it should be this way than the other, 
then like speak up on it like because again like what we said there's no such thing as right and wrong for what you have to say there's good and bad sure like what you said was good but you know there's whatever you have to say you're always in the right because um you know you truly believe this thing you know if you talk about god i truly believe in god so i can like talk about it all the time and i feel like if you truly believe something you should be able to you know say it wow hey you're right Dude, I, yeah, I think you just changed my mind in that instance. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like, I have this a lot. I'm a very wishy-washy person. Uh, (laughs) Aren't we all? uh, That's probably not a good thing. But, uh, like, I think think there is that distinction where if you believe something, but not to the degree that you would be willing to say it, uh, then you should hold off until you truly believe it yeah exactly and then once you truly believe it it's it's there and you will have when i said emotional backing i don't know what that meant but i guess (laughs) i guess you will have you will have you'll be invigorated you know it'll be it'll be part of you and you can say what you need to say and and like on top of that you know obviously we've said stuff uh, in our past even in this podcast that maybe we don't even agree with now but at the time we like wholeheartedly believe in it or even the thing is like most of the things you end up saying you won't wholeheartedly believe in it anyways but you just believe in it and um you know i'd still say there's there's lots of value in that because you know, not only does it create a conversation but it also allows you to learn more about yourself and like what you truly believe in and what you think is uh, good and bad so if you have something that you don't truly believe in, but it's something that you definitely think that you can work on or, or something that you think um, deserves another thought, then like just because you don't truly believe in it doesn't mean you have to stop yourself. I think say what you have to say. Okay, yeah, this is the question that you brought up before. It's a really good question. Which would you prioritize more in life, hope or self-esteem, the external or the internal? That's really interesting and like what we said in the past hope is the handshake of the future and you know working towards that future by working on now self-esteem is kind of like the same thing it's you know a handshake with the future or like something like that where um you know you live it helps you live presently that self-esteem helps you live presently tells you to work on yourself work on like what you have in front of you keep doing what you're doing you'll get there all that kind of stuff and hope is that work on is it's that do what you're doing right now because you will get to the to the promise or your hope so it's it's difficult do you have an answer for this already because i'm trying to you know let it swing around in my mind tickle my mind a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i think it's like it's like saying that uh the nature versus nurture thing that comes to mind even though it's like i think i think to a degree pretty relevant like on the inside who you are what you're made up of is what is determining your future or is it what's outside that's determining your future when it comes to self-esteem and how i think i'm making that connection of it being the thing that you're born with on the inside but maybe you lose it or you i don't know it fluctuates throughout your life i think def- definitely there's something there's some value to that because because like that over you know letting the external externalities uh, affect your your uh your outcome because it's it's to a degree constant 
and you can you can kind of make the argument for it to be constant because you're a human being and be, because you're a human being because you have like this this uh this obvious potential to you you must believe that and say to yourself that you can do it and have that conversation with yourself and and have that self-esteem so that when life gets like crazy and you know hope hope in the sense that there's external shit outside of you that's uh kind of trying to affect you in a negative way you can just go back to your inner self and say that no matter what's going on out there you can do it and because you say that hope kind of follows you're saying that the hope follows after self-esteem okay hmm interesting okay so i i kind of say the opposite i personally i like to prioritize hope more because after i have after i've gained that hope then you know self-esteem kind of helps me walk along if we take this podcast for an example my hope for this podcast is um you know i want to eventually write a book about the stuff that we talk about um you know have a whole team with us a whole production crew you know get like big time guests to you know touch on things um that was my that's my hope but my self-esteem uh, sorry i can work on that with that hope i can work on like what i'm doing right now and uh, but self-esteem is that um you know that that patience that allows me to keep me grounded and you know uh, tell myself to continue working on this because of that hope and the one analogy i came up with while we were brainstorming this is without hope you were walking around uh without any legs or with one leg i guess without hope and only self-esteem you're walking around like dragging yourself around but it's still like you're still getting somewhere you know you're still getting somewhere but without without um self-esteem you are walking around aimlessly Ooh. okay no that does Sorry, yeah, yeah, I'll try and clarify that maybe for you. Like, yeah, please, I think please do. Because you have self-esteem, you know you have legs. Like you got potential to go where you need to go, but there's no vision, so there's no direction to your step. But if you have hope, you have direction, but you don't have any legs to get you there. Yes. Without self-esteem. Wait. Yes, yes. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, oh, wait, okay, no, we have to say that again, so wait, wow. so, you know, say that again, okay, say that again, say that again, I like I kind that of, a lot, I'm kind actually. of, okay, wait, so, uh, wait, okay, it's go again, it's fucking Tell me again. hot, Vincent, holy <laughs> shit, okay, um, okay, so yeah, without self-esteem, and with hope, you have a direction to where you want to go, you got your externals figured out, and you know that you want to go this way, but you don't have any legs to get there, you don't have that self-esteem, the inner conversation that's, that's driving you forward, on the other hand, if you have self-esteem without hope, then you have the legs and you have and you have the potential, but you don't have the vision. You don't have the direction. You don't know where to go, and you're directionless. So you need both. Wow. Yeah, I uh, see. That's why that's why I looked at this and I was like, without self-esteem, you're walking around aimlessly. No, that doesn't make any sense. It's hope. Without hope, you're walking around aimlessly. But without self-esteem, you are just dragging along. So like <laughs> that's, that's with like with what with what you agree with or like with what you originally believe is do you still believe like in your original thought or or this one? Ooh, okay. So I'm just comparing now. Um I would say I would say that I still believe in my original thought. Yeah, actually. okay. 
And the reason yeah. is because I think you need that little bit of, you need that engine inside of you to figure out what exactly, where exactly you want to go. Self-esteem allows you to discover that direction. And I think you have self-esteem, then you can figure out where you need to go. And then self-esteem will get you there. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think it's hope that will get you there. Self-esteem is that it's that buddy that comes along that keeps your energy up. But, you know, um, I think hope is I still for, I still believe this, that I think hope is the most important emotion or not even an, really an emotion. But, you know, you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like we did have a little bit of a, a little bit of a disagreement. And I like that. It just yeah, goes to show what exactly we're talking about here. Mm hmm. Yes. And we, we encourage you guys to have the, your own opinion about all of this too. So to reiterate, the questions were, should you say what you believe a hundred percent of the time? And, uh, I, I, th I saw that as, you know, if you have something in your brain and you want to say it, you say it. <laughs> I think Vincent had the idea that if you have something that, you know, a hundred percent and you believe that thing, should you say it? And I guess, yeah, please like look at it from both views and then answer it yourself. And then the next question was, which do you prioritize more in life? Hope or self-esteem as we have defined it, which was hope being the external uh, shaking your hands with the future and self-esteem being that uh, living in the present by having that correct conversation or having that having that good conversation with yourself, that loving conversation with yourself, which do you prioritize to get you where you need to go all right so everybody we talked about a lot of things today uh so this whole podcast or sorry this whole episode of this podcast was uh centered around finding your voice and <clears throat> and self-esteem and how they relate what what both of them are uh what we said was that finding your voice is just is just that thing your voice is that thing that holy shit this is this is so long ago <laughs> the episode but finding your voice the voice what is it it's um uh it's it's i guess we never actually defined what your voice was i think we did do you remember can you say it i forgot all right sure <laughs> yes um yeah so i think what we said is finding your voice like your voice is who you are you know it's what makes you you so i, I like what we said you have to pair self-esteem with finding your voice because self-esteem is kind of that, um, it's that voice in your head and tells you to like, you know, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. But in order to find your voice, that voice, that self-esteem has to be, you know, a positive self-esteem. And the voice is, you know, it's, it's, your, it's you, it's what makes you unique to the world, to the eyes of the world. Because you alone, without your voice, you're just another, a number, you know. But with your voice, you create a story. Dude, I think that's essentially it. That was the entire podcast. It was. I feel like that was. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for vibing with us on Late Night Chill Vibes. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Francis. And we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. We love you all.